What's up, guys? Welcome to Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. I'm Trenton. And I'm Brett. Let's Let's talk. Welcome back to Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. We are so glad that you guys have tuned in with us today. We are looking forward to another great show. And I hope that you guys are too. Every time we come in here, the Spirit of God moves. And I don't think today is going to be any different because that's just the way it is. God moves whenever two or more are gathered. You know that God's there. And we count that all of you guys that are listening later on, you're technically here with us too because you're listening to us right now. So we are anticipating a move of God today on the show. But first, before we get into any more things today, allow me to introduce the other co-host, Trent Cruz. What is going on? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett, episode 61. Woo! And continuing to go forward. Thank you guys for checking us out so much. We appreciate those of you who are sharing this with your friends, family, whoever you're sharing it with. People you know, share it on social media. Let the word get out. And also make sure you're subscribing on whatever platform you're checking this out on, including our Rumble and YouTube pages. We would love to have you guys subscribe so that we can work our way up the charts and get the gospel out to more people. In the meantime, if you'd like to talk to one of us, make sure you're hitting us up at wait.letstalk at gmail.com or the voice message link located at the bottom of the description of each and every episode. We would love to hear from you and look forward to hearing from you. Send those questions in. Send those thoughts in. Send those ideas. We'd love to talk about what you want to talk about. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. That's where you're going to find the shows. You're going to find the latest information that we put out there. And remember to check us out on Zap. I had to take a breath there, guys. I'm sorry. Remember to check us out on Zap. It's spelled X-A-P-I-T. And yes, that platform is still growing. And, you know, but it needs our support because it'll never grow if we don't support it. So make sure you go over there and get yourself a profile or whatever they call it. And so, like, let's talk with Trenton and Britain. You can find some other cool things on there as well. So, got to support the Christians out there trying to do God's work and trying to do give us other platforms to give us other things besides Facebook. I mean, Facebook, where <laughs> where you only it seems like you only get bad news. You know, I noticed this week. I tried to went back looking at my page, and Facebook had took taken down so many things that I had posted or things on there that had said, "Oh, this is only partially true." And you know, it's just like, but you got. You, Anything good you put on there, they want to take down, you know, about the gospel or about God doing something amazing. But you can have all the fake stuff you want on there, and you can have all the lies and all the perverted things, and they leave all that stuff up, and it just doesn't make any sense. So that's why we need to be supporting things like Zappit and uh, other platforms like Parler. Parler's pretty good, and Gitter is a new one that's out there right now. I mean, they're, they're a little bit different platforms than Facebook or whatever, but anything that's that's allowing you to speak freely, that's where we need to be putting our attention. Amen. Because they are trying to censor. I've even had stuff get blocked from going up, guys. So uh, it's just a matter of... And then what they tell you guys is that it was fake news, when in all reality, if they're telling you it's fake, 
It's that probably is probably true. true. <laughs> probably and you true. need to ignore what they're telling you. In so. a way, I mean, there's probably truth in it somehow, you know? Matter of fact, we've got an article pulled up, and I just got to look into the date before we got on this show, and it actually did come out in 18, but we're going to talk about it anyway here in a little bit because I want to talk about the fact that this stuff's still happening right now, but you're not going to hear about it on your mainstream news because they've got to have the bad stuff to keep you depressed, to keep you in fear and afraid so that they can take your rights, which is what they're exactly trying to do right now in this nation. So you need to wake up, Christians. If you're tuning into this, wake up. Look for the godly news. Look for what God's been up to. Because I'm telling you, especially if you caught last week's show, he's been up to a whole lot. And there is a lot going on worldwide. There are things happening. Now is exciting times that we're living in. And today we've got some scriptures pulled up as well that we're going to talk about as we go here. But anything else you're going to add before we... Uh, I was looking for a scripture. I, I Thinking about a sermon I preached, you were talking about waking up, and uh, I had been talk. It was my message on the new normal, and I was talking about how we can't be woke; we have to be awake. Mm. And I gave that scripture about the uh, the disciples says, "Whenever you're fully awake, then you will see the full glory of God." And I can't remember where it was at, and I'm completely paraphrasing that, but uh, you know what? There's truth in that, though, because you know being being woke and being awake is is different. And mm. To me, it's just different. And when you know when you're awake and you're studying the scriptures and you're receiving things from God, it's it's you don't look at the world the same way that other people look at the world. And that's one of the things that I've noticed in my life is once you turn the TV off. And I know we're going to get into some of this, but once you you get the negative things out of your life, Trenton, that's that only bring you down, and you try to just fill your life with things you enjoy. And fill your life with hope and good news, which is what the scripture is, and listening to sermons and podcasts and things like that, my whole attitude changes. It's like you're not the same person anymore. Amen. Five minutes of CNN will destroy your whole day. Amen. Five minutes of the scripture, <laughs> it's like it gets you going for a week. <laughs> you Amen. know what I mean? And that's just where I'm at right now. It's just like getting into the word and listening to you know preachers, Pastor Ed and Trent. You know, sometimes I listen to myself and sometimes I just listen to different different pastors preach and it's it'll change your whole demeanor the way you look at everything and it's it's the truth five minutes of lies will destroy your life and robin bullock i think it was was talking about the uh the fact that this wokeness is the same temptation that was given to Adam and Eve in the garden mm -hmm. when they were tempted to bite the fruit. What they're doing, and it's the same thing. It's been around for years. You call it wokeness now. You called it back then, you know, there's philosophy that's had it, and there's different ideas that have had it. What do they do? The enemy, what he does is try to make you think God is withholding something from you mm. so that there's wisdom and knowledge out here that you could gain. You just need to take a bite of this fruit. And instead of it being fruit now... It's all the media and the fear and the, all this stuff. If you'll buy into what we're telling you, then, then you're going to gain something. And in all reality, God hasn't held anything back from you. He's given it to you. So Once you get sucked in so far to that too, man, and it's just like with anything else in the world, when people get addicted to drugs, people get addicted to porn, people get addicted to fear. And that's you turn on the news every day because you want to see what the new fear is going to be. It's because your, cra your spirit's craving it because mm. you've put so much – of that fear into your spirit now your spirit craves it so it's just like being addicted to a drug you're addicted to fear you push that fear out of your life you turn it whatever you got to do to get the to get the stuff gone the fear mm. that's what you need to do whether that means getting rid of your tv and throwing away your cell phone or whatever you got to do you've got to be able to to train yourself to say no i don't want the fear i want the hope 
And that's that's what me and Trenton's doing our best to do right now, you know. And sometimes we have to look at the fear because that's what we do. We have to look to see what's going on in the world so that we can stay up on the world. But at the same time, you've got to have a – you can only take so much. Mm-hmm. You know, you only, you only take just little nuggets of that stuff, and you've got to be prayed up before you get into it because I, don't, I think – I remember Trenton saying something one time, and it, it had happened to me too. It was – you're watching something and all of a sudden you realize, I don't want this stuff in my house. Mm-hmm. You've got a choice. You got to click, you got to turn it off or leave it on. You're going to choose fear, you're going to choose hope, but you've got to make that decision. It's just like drugs, just like anything else. Make the decision for hope and love and turn off the fear. And for those of you, if you really want to do some research, I'll give you some homework. Go ahead and research all them companies you're listening to, all them social media platforms and them news networks. They're all being funded by the same people. So if you don't want to believe us, just look, follow the money. That's what they say in the secular world. Follow the money. If you follow the money, you're going to find exactly where this stuff's getting fed. And these people that are feeding this garbage to you are directly from the enemy. They worship the enemy. They have a problem because they're worshiping the enemy. Let's just say it like that. Lucifer, Satan, they're they're into that type of stuff. And then they're feeding that into you. And then some of you are already out there thinking, oh, that's such a conspiracy. Well, go ahead and do the research. I'm I'm telling you, go do the research for yourself. Look for it. You're going to find out that there's a whole lot you've been deceived about that you didn't realize you were being deceived about just by watching the garbage that they're pushing your way. So that's why we encourage you, get on platforms like Zapit, X-A-P-I-T dot com. Get you a profile because one of these days, those other platforms, if it all comes crumbling down, which we're looking to probably happen, then you're not going to have a place to socialize. So you better get out there and start looking for godly platforms. And maybe you're not into the godly thing, but you need to find a place where you can do free speech. He mentioned Parler. He mentioned Gitter. Gitter spelled G-E-T-T-R dot com. Get out there and find a place where people are actually speaking truth and it's on the platforms. They leave it up. Because anytime it gets put on these other media platforms, they're just pulling it down. They're just pulling mm-hmm. it down. They're blocking it. Because what is wrong with that? Well, that's blocking the agenda. That's blocking what they're trying to push your way, the garbage they're trying to feed you. They can't keep you in fear if you're hearing good news. So they've got to give you bad news and then just give you a tad bit of good news so that you think they're not on the other mm-hmm. side. So you guys got to wake up because Jesus talked about this in Matthew 24. And I'm just going to read this first little section here because because we've got some other passages. If we get time, we're going to look at Matthew 24. And I'm right here and starting in verse 4. This is after the disciples asked Jesus privately saying, tell us when these things will be. That's verse 3. And what will be the sign of your coming and in the end of the age? Everybody's always worried about the end of the age. They're not focused on the here and now. If you're one of those end of age people that we talked about last week that's just sitting around hoping the rapture happens tomorrow, you need to wake up because God has given you a commission. He said, go. He didn't say sit at home and wait for me to come back. He said, go. Make disciples of all nations. More people need to hear about this than you're allowing if all you're doing is sitting at home. Mm -hmm. So you got to understand that because then Jesus gives them this answer. He says, Jesus answered them. See that no one leads you astray. (laughs) I could stop right there. We could preach an hour. (laughs) See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ. And they will lead many astray. And you will hear the of wars and rumors of wars. Hmm, what's going on right now? Huh. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. Catch that for some of you that are just sitting at home, waiting on the end to happen. It's not yet. 
Because what he says, he goes on. He says, for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and earthquakes. Hmm, that sounds a lot like what's going on right now, doesn't it? In various places. All these are but the beginning of birth pains. And we've seen this over the course of history. But now if you look at today, it's increasing all the more. Verse 9 says, Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will rise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness will be increased, hmm, <laughs> the love of many will grow cold. They're losing hope. So they're losing hope in this thing. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And here's the good part, because this is where we're at right now, guys. For those of you that don't see, verse 14, kind of this 13, 14, we're, we're getting into that area right now. It says, and this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed. Throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. And that end will come right there is translation, or translated, then the tribulation will come. It's not saying that's the end of everything. That's saying after all this stuff happens and after the gospel has been proclaimed to the world, the whole world, he says, then the tribulation starts. So, got to get so, that. So, if you want to get to the rapture and you want to get closer to that... Get up off your butt and do something. Wow, that was straightforward. Yeah, that's true. Get out there and do something. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just, well, you know me, man. I just say it the way I see it, but that's the way I see it. And that's one of the ways that, you know, I, I love how God speaks to me because in a lot of ways, sometimes that's he'll speak to you in ways that you understand. And it's like, mm -hmm. look, you want something to happen? Get up and go make it happen. You're sitting around waiting on me to move and I'm sitting around ready to move, but you won't get up. Mm -hmm. And see, that's how God looks at it. If you're just sitting on your butt, he can't use you. Well, I can reach people with my computer. Yeah, you can because we're doing that right now. We're over, you know, we're, we're recording this and it's going to go online. You're absolutely right. But you're also absolutely wrong because you, if you are a believer, you are commissioned to go. And that doesn't mean just go to your computer. That means go everywhere that God needs you to go, everywhere God tells you to go. Mm. That's what you have to do. You have to understand that right now. God wants to use people because he is trying to get something to happen. And we're seeing that something happen. We're seeing revival take place. We're seeing people say, we're seeing miracles take place. But it's because there are people, and I'm not just talking about our church. I'm talking about other places that are doing the same thing. They're getting up, they're getting out, and they're doing the things God said to do. And we're seeing the move of God take place all over this nation and also across this world in different places. We're seeing things take place. And guys, that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, we're going to face hard times. We're going to see hard things. And, you know, I we're, we're see, we've seen people's heads being cut off. Go back a few years, whenever ISIS was doing that, they were cutting off Christians' heads. Right now, we've got this whole Afghanistan, Afghanistan thing going on where I heard they were putting nailing Christians to crosses. And they're going house to house. And if you're an American, they're killing you. We've got crazy stuff going on. People are being persecuted for their faith in the world right now. We've got to understand that just because in America we're not persecuted like that, it doesn't mean that we're not just right down the road from it because mm. it could happen. And ever oh, that'll never happen here. That'll never happen here. You know what? I bet you they said that in Germany back in World War II. I bet you they they say that in these uh, 
nations that have become Muslim nations and now Christians ain't allowed in there no more. They were all ran out or they were all killed. Guys, it takes place all over the world. You just have to go look for it. Mm. We've got to get outside of our little world wherever you live and go to work every day and come home and wherever you know you go to church and then this is just that's your little life. You've got to realize that there's a whole world out there of people, you know, that underground church in China. You know, if they if they come out and try to have church or have a Bible, they're arrested or they're killed. They're persecuted for their faith. That happens in Turkey. We've got to look at these things because as a free body of Christ here in America, we have, and I, I truly believe this trend, I think we have a responsibility and God expects this of us. Of those other places that are not free, we need to be praying for them big time. We have a freedom to gather and have church and there's people right now at this very second being killed for having a Bible in their hand or for being caught praying or for being caught gathering together. And we're scared to get out of our house and go to church? Come mm. on now. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to stop treating you Because <laughs> I'm going to say some stuff if I don't. A lot of truth in what he just said. You guys got to get it. Get it. Quit sitting around waiting for the end of time and get involved. Because we've just learned it's not going to happen without you getting involved. The world has got to know about this gospel. How do you think God's going to do it? Yeah, he could miraculously just make it happen. But he chooses to use us. How do you think this giant revival and even theologians, you know, agree that verse 14 there we just read. The gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. Then the end will come. Now, there's disagreements probably in certain areas, but the majority of the ones I've read, even on this particular verse, agree that this is speaking of a revival that will be undeniably God. One of the greatest moves of God. And we're in the middle of it. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, wake up. We're in the middle of this right now. We're in the middle right now. If you're sitting at home wondering how, you're missing it. Get your ears open and your eyes open so that you can see and hear exactly what's going on. We can come on here and tell you about it every single week. But unless you make an effort to find out some things for yourself, it's not going anywhere. You guys got to wake up and realize that these things have got to take place. Quit just saying, well, the rapture can happen any day now. The rapture can happen. It could. But you know what? In the meantime, Jesus said... To, to uh, what was the word we look for? We talked about last. Occupy. Occupy the territory. He's given the keys to the kingdom to the church. You need to be occupying the territory you're in, taking it back for the gospel, because that's exactly what's happening right now, all over the world, right now in cities and countries and throughout the United States, whether you believe me or not, it doesn't matter. You haven't done research if you don't believe me because these things are happening everywhere. People are coming. The billion soul harvest is upon us. And if you're sitting at home worried about everything, you are missing it. We're glad you tune into the podcast, but here's what you got to do. Once you get this, use this as fuel to get out there and start doing mm-hmm. something. Get out there and start doing something. It's not going to happen just sitting at home. It's just not going to happen. Nothing's going to happen sitting at home. Now, we understand some people have disabilities. Maybe you can't get out. Well, then you take advantage of that computer, what we talked about earlier. Do what you can do. Even if it means talking to your neighbor, making a phone call. Mm -hmm. If you can do that, make a phone call. Get out there and do it. But the rest of you that are physically capable of getting out of the house, but you just scared, get out of your house. You think you're scared now? Wait until the end does come. Here, can, I, can I just go ahead and throw something out here for you? They're going to try to have another lockdown again. Just watch. Mark my word. They're going to try to lock it down again. 
And what's going to happen is you're going to start seeing God move stronger and stronger, and things are going to happen. So if you're sitting at home right now scared, just just know they're going to do it again. They're going to try to do it again. Only this time, there are more people in the church that are awake. Not saying they're all awake yet, but there are more people there expecting the enemy to try something. So you need to wake up, Christians. Wake up. (laughs) Don't just listen to us. Do the research for yourself. Go ahead, Brett. I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of lockdowns. One lockdown a lifetime is enough. Mm-hmm. Ain't doing that to me again. Nope. You know, I that that was the roughest time of my life, being locked away from my church and stuff like that. I couldn't I couldn't hardly handle it back then. I was at a different church back then, but still, that was <laughs> nope, no sir, not today. Devil's a liar. So I'm done. <laughs> understand. Understand what did that. Paul say? Paul said, "To live is Christ, to die is gain." So even if you go out here and you catch something and you die, guess what? Then you're gonna be in heaven the next day. Why are we so afraid of what's to come? It's even better than what we're seeing here. Well, but while we're here, that goes it. that just goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show is people are so in so instilled with fear, they get to the point they don't know what they're afraid of anymore. Mm. They're being told to be afraid of you know, it started with COVID. Be afraid of COVID. Everybody be afraid of this. Now they're being told to be afraid of unvaccinated. Well, you need to stay away from the unvaccinated people. Guys, it's it's division. Mm-hmm. The devil is creating division right now. And Christians, we have got to open our eyes. And if the only people you can get around is right now the other members of the body of Christ that are that are standing up right now, then do that. Don't let this world divide us because that is exactly what the devil wants to do. You know what it's called? It's called divide and conquer. What's the devil wanting to do? He wants to conquer. He wants to sit on that throne. He wants to call himself God. Mm. That's what he wants. And if we let him divide the church over something like this, then we've lost. Mm. And then we've lost. But see, I don't believe that that's what's going to happen, not for a minute. I believe that God is going to bring all of this together, and it's going to be something that not, even the most awake, now notice I didn't say woke, awake Christian is not going to see this coming. Mm. I don't think me and Trenton's going to see this coming. Mm-hmm. We watch this stuff, and we study the scriptures, and you know we we do our best to listen to God, and we see a lot of these things coming to pass that we've talked about. It's all beginning to come to pass, and it's been doing that. Mm. But if we let the devil divide the church, then he knows that he can come in and he can conquer it. And that's what happened in the first lockdown. And then what you had was a bunch of Christians wake up and say, oh, I know where we're at. They started to see it in the scriptures, and they started to see the things taking place. And they're like, oh, I I know what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. And we started to see an awakening in the body of Christ. And I think we're there, but I think there's more work that needs to be done. But we're seeing it. Me and Trenton's seeing it. We're seeing people in the church that are waking up, and they're starting to use their gifts. And like a night and day difference in people. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing those things begin to take place. And that's what we're talking about is just being in a place and the fear disappears and you realize what there's hope in this world. Mm-hmm. There there's hope in Jesus. Not hope in the world, but what I mean is Jesus is the hope in the world. You know what I'm trying to say there. But that's where our hope comes from. That's where this excitement that you guys might be sitting there going, why are these guys so excited in the midst of all this chaos? Because mm. we don't look at it as chaos. Mm. Because God is the one in control of this. Mm-hmm. These people that think they're in control, these people that think that they're going to do all of this stuff to us, no. 
Nothing happens unless God allows it to happen, number one. So I sit back, and I was listening to something the other day at work, man, and they were talking about, oh, they're going to mandate this, and they're going to do that, and this, and this other thing. It's going to be terrible. How are we going to get out of this? I was just like, I ain't going to worry about it. Mm. You know why? Because God's in control. If I have to lose my job, and my wife has to lose her job, I have no idea what we would do. But you know what? God, God's got it. Mm. He's got it all figured out. And Jesus himself said, and I can't remember the scripture now. I know it was in Matthew somewhere. He's talking about how can you, uh, how can worry add any more days to your life? That's right. By worrying about things, you're not adding time. You're taking away time. Because what they're doing, if you if you look, and that's just medical science, guys. Stress, all these things, anxiety, all Where's these things, down? they tear you down. They, they decrease the number of years you can live <laughs> instead of increase. But if you get a hold of God's glory, mm, then... <laughs> He will totally change your life. I'm going to read something out of 2 Timothy 3 right now. I want y'all to tell me if this doesn't sound like what you're seeing out there in that chaotic world we were just talking about. It says, 2 Timothy 3 verse 1, But understand this, in the last days there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, free free money, abusive, (laughs) disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, mm, but denying its power. Mm -hmm. And what does he say there at the end of verse 5? He says, avoid such people. Come on. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's scripture, guys. That's Paul writing to Timothy. In his last letter to Timothy, and what we believe may have been one of his last before he died, he's letting him know these things are going to happen in these days. And did you hear that list? Just If I stop right there, we could talk for another 10 minutes just about that list. How much of that sounds like today's society? The Bible tells you to avoid such people for a reason. If you're seeing, if you're turning on your television set and you're seeing anything on the list we just read going on, guess what? The Bible says... Avoid such people. Click. Turn it off. <laughs> Turn it off. Switch it over. Yep. Find somewhere that's talking about truth. Because if they're promoting this stuff, I guarantee you they're lying to you about something. And most people don't get that. We've gotten in this society so far to where they just trust whatever they're told in the media. You guys got to wake up. Realize they're people. They're man. They lie. That's what they do. But God has bigger mm. plans. And God's plan is always bigger than our plan. All right, Christians, I got to say this. You're looking at that list, guys. Now, who are we going to listen to? We can turn on that TV and a news anchor can sit there and fill your head with whatever they want to fill your head with. And it's your choice to let them fill your head with that. Mm -hmm. Now, Christians, you should know better. And here's why. Because you can choose to pick up your Bible and to fill your head with the Word of God, or you can choose to turn on the TV and let them fill your head with fear. Mm. And right now, we're seeing the church full of fear. And the church is not meant to be full of fear. Mm. Because how does the Scripture go? God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And right now, I think about it, Trenton, Christians do not have... A sound mind. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying all Christians, but I'm saying we're seeing it. We we don't see the church having a sound mind. 
the church right now is full of fear because we're talking about just everyday church going people, good people. And, you know, I'm not saying they're bad people, but if we're choosing to turn on the TV and to let our minds be full of fear or to pick up our Bibles and to let our minds be set at ease with the mind of Christ and asking for the mind of Christ, if we're not going to if we're going to take fear over Jesus, what are we really choosing there? Mm. Think about that. Who are you choosing? Because who instills fear within you? The devil does. So if you're choosing to watch TV over reading your scriptures, you're choosing fear over hope, and you're choosing the devil over God. Mm. Now, I know that's a hard way to put it, but if you break it all down, that's what it leads to. Well, Brett just said, I chose the devil. I didn't say anything. I'm just saying, you think about it. What are you choosing to allow into your life? Mm. You want fear or do you want hope? Do you want the devil or do you want Jesus? Because fear is of the devil, period. It is a spirit. It is of the devil and it will ruin your life. But I have yet to see one life ruined from a hope in Jesus. <laughs> it's the old saying, garbage in, garbage out. Yep. God in, God out. That's so right. if you're getting God in, you're putting God out. If you're taking garbage in, you're putting garbage out. That's just a harsh truth. That's just reality for those of you sitting there. I want to read something else for you out of Luke 12. And we looked all these up before we kind of got started here. But uh, where was that verse we were trying to get? Right here, verse 53, Luke 12, 53. We're seeing this happen right now too, guys. And this is that division thing we were just talking about. And you need to understand something. We've, been know we've known about this for years. I mean, it's happened more than right now in society. But we're seeing a big move of it right now. It says they will be divided, father against son, mm -hmm. son against father, mother against daughter, daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Hmm. And if I stop right there, we're seeing that stuff happen right now. This is happening in your world over a vaccine. Yeah. When have we ever in a society thought about vaccines like the one you're seeing pushed right now? That right there ought to be a red flag. What? <laughs> I, I, I just can't. I don't know. People don't know what to say. Sometimes. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I mean, it's just an obvious truth. I mean, they tried COVID. They tried racism. They tried a vaccine. They've got all these things they're pushing to divide and conquer. It's just like we've been telling you all of this time. These same people are the ones feeding this to the public. And the question is, are you one of those that's buying into it? Or are you going to be one of them that stands up for godly values and goes out there and fights for truth and teaches the gospel regardless of what the world's telling you? That's the thing is these people have given themselves over to these spirit, this spirit of fear and this spirit of, uh, this, I don't even know what you'd call it, you know, just the garbage that they pull in from the news and different things like that. Mm. They've given themselves over to whatever spirit that is, to where there's no speaking common sense. It's probably a common sense spirit that they don't have or <laughs> something like that. Spirit of deception, maybe. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. But And I don't, I don't get it. But again, it goes all the way back to this stuff. It's this spirit of division where they don't want, like it says here, not peace but, but division. division. Mm -hmm. But it's, they don't want peace between people because if they can keep us divided, number one, as a race of people, we're all, we're all humans. That's the race. That's mm -hmm. it. That's how I look at it. But my point is this, is guys, it's the world is creating division to try to keep us divided. 
And they're creating division in the church so that if they can, they can divide the church, then the church is divided. We can't agree upon anything. Mm. And then it's just you see, you see the steps. It starts with one thing. It goes to the next thing. And it gets worse every single time. Now we can push division for that. So now there's fights breaking out over vaccines and just all this different stuff taking mm. place. <laughs> Guys, th- that's my point. It's not about race. It's not about, it's not about a vaccine. It's not about none of this stuff. It's all about fear and it's all about division. And if they can get you to be divided, they've won. And if you think the people that are pushing this garbage in your down your cramming it down your throat actually care about you, then you're beyond deceived. They don't care about you. That's why they're pushing it. Because they've got no other arguments. They've got no other basis to put anything. They don't have a foundation. They don't have a truth. They don't have anything to have a foundation on what they believe and what they want to talk about. So they push these other things. But then when it comes down to the root cause, you find out it's a bunch of nonsense that's been crammed down their throats. Mm-hmm. And they've been told that you're supposed to hate another person because of their skin color. You're supposed to hate another person because they're not vaccinated or because they are vaccinated. And they've been told you're supposed to hate another person because they, they aren't scared of COVID. And like us, we're telling you to get out of your house. Well, you should hate them because they, they're trying to get you killed. No, yeah, that's not kill it. You. That's not it. And so the people of those of us, and we live in an area right now, we are blessed to live in Jackson, Missouri, where people are out yeah, and I about. Know, but... And there is, a, there is a majority of people around here they're living life and i know there's some of you may be listening that are in some of these other areas that it's on lockdown still in a lot of places but people around here are living life and mm-hmm. we're fine <laughs> everybody's surviving we're doing fine we're out we're about we're getting the oxygen that's outside we're breathing in the fresh air we're it's getting stuff, the sunshine <laughs> the vitamin d that we're supposed to get to keep you healthy you know you got to get out you cannot let fear rule your life if you do you will never go anywhere i promise in god's kingdom because god's kingdom does not push a spirit of fear so anything that is spirit fear and confusion there you go. There's your red flag. It is not of God. That's if right. it's causing fear, if it's causing confusion, it's not of God. God is not the author of confusion. He doesn't give us a spirit of fear. The Bible tells us that. So you got to wake up. See these things. Man, I don't know why we went here today. We didn't even get to the article, but <laughs> but it's time to get ready to close. So God bless you guys. I want to I want to send out words of encouragement because you guys need to understand something. Here's something to leave on a good note with you. If you're a believer, what did Jesus say in Matthew 24, as we read earlier, verse 13? He says, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. There are going to be those that walk away. And he told us that just in the earlier verses. If you want to read them for yourself, go to Matthew 24. I encourage you to read verses chapter 24 and 25. Read the whole thing. But you need, the whole Bible. <laughs> you need to understand something. Those who endure to the end will be saved. There's a reason the Bible says that the, the gate to destruction is wide. Broad is the road that leads to destruction. Wide is the gates. And it says narrow is the road that leads to eternal life. So here's, here's another red flag for you. If the world's telling you it's good, guess what? That's a broad road. Wake up. 
You guys got to wake up. God bless you guys. I appreciate you tuning in with us. And hopefully you under, you're taking this as love because we don't mean it to be as a bog you down moment. But some of you just got to wake up and see what God is actually up to. If you'd like to hit us up, you can hit us up at wait.letstalk at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up at the voice message link located at the bottom of the description of each and every episode. Don't let the devil steal your joy. Amen. Don't let him take the victory over your life. If you're living in fear, that's exactly what you're doing. Time to wake up. There's a difference between using wisdom and living in fear. There's a difference. It's time to wake up and see that. God bless you, church. And those of you that may not be going to church, you want to hit us up, you can hit us up at nextlevelfreedomchurch.com if you'd like to know what we're talking about, what's going on there. If you like some counsel, if you like some guidance on things, or maybe you need more information on some of this stuff, or you want to be saved, you want to do any of that stuff, we'd be glad to walk you through that. Make sure you're going to our website, nextlevelfreedomchurch.com. God bless each and every one of you. I'll turn it over to Brett. See you next week. All right, guys. Next time somebody says you ain't nothing but a narrow-minded Christian, you can go back to that verse Trent and just quote it and say, you're right, I have to be, because narrow is the way that leads into heaven. Amen. You gotta be narrow-minded sometimes, guys. It's okay because you gotta have that one-track mind, and you gotta keep it on Jesus. You keep your mind on Jesus, you'll never walk in fear. Mm. Never. So, with that said, y'all, check us out on Facebook. Let's talk with Trent and Brett. Check us out on Zap it one more time. And with that, guys, and I don't want to stop for real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and let's close in prayer. We hope. Well, we hope that you guys understood everything we said, that it came across clearly, and that our words were. That our words were clear so that you guys could get it. We never mean any disrespect towards anything. We're just very passionate about the scriptures and what uh, what God's doing and what we believe. And we just hope to be able to share that with you guys. And we hope it came across well. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, God, to share your word and to speak on current events and things taking place, Lord. And we just pray, God, that we can be a light for you, Father God. Let our lives be a light for you and let this podcast be a light in this dark world father god let it put hope out there father god and we pray god that it removes the fear from people's hearts and that they begin to trust in you to the person out there right now that has fear that is just welled up inside of them to the point right now where they're just they're scared to even look out the window if that's you pull back the curtains and look at the sunshine don't look at the (laughs) look at look at the sunshine look at the people walking their dogs and just just think about it just pray right now Pull back your curtains and pray that God would give you the strength to make that first step. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I hope you were blessed and inspired by the content. Do us a favor, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already, tell a friend, and share this on social media. We would love to share the good news with as many people as possible. We'd also love to hear from you. If you have topics you would like us to discuss on the air, you want to give a shout out, or maybe you just want to say hi, click on the message button below and let us know what's on your mind. Thank you for tuning. God bless, and we'll see you next time.